Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller time. And here we are. Here we are. Live on Twitch. I hope. I hope we're live on Twitch. We may not be live on Twitch at all. I have absolutely no idea. Because as we have already talked about, I don't know what I'm doing on Twitch. It's all meant to be going down on YouTube and then YouTube screwed us over. But we're going to try it. Look, just for the people that may be finding me out now, in case you want to know what's going down. Turns out if you try and YouTube stream and have YouTube on-demand content, it screws up your on-demand content and it screws up your subscribers. I didn't believe this. I did some research and it is true. There's some massive YouTubers doing it. Uh, so basically what happens is when I stream on YouTube on Tuesday, like I did this week, it means my video on Wednesday gets absolutely screwed, which it did. So for now, what we're going to do is this. Tuesday, we're going to stream live on YouTube. Thursday, we're going to stream live here. Hopefully we can migrate the audience across enough that we can do it here, but that's the real issue, right? I only make money on my YouTube channel from my YouTube streams. It's a very, very frustrating situation. But look, maybe it blows up on Twitch. We just don't know. We're going to give it a go. Now, before we can do the stuff that we usually do, uh, there's a bunch of um, uh, milestones you have to hit before you can become a Twitch affiliate. I'm sure you know this. It's going to take around about a month. So no super chats, uh, no nothing like that. Uh, I believe I've tried to set this up. Let me see on my screen. There is there is a donate button. <laughs> <laughs> beneath the uh, beneath the the stream that you can click and that puts that puts money into my PayPal account apparently that feels a lot more disingenuous than than pushing super chats that feels just like begging for money but look it's there and and, and we'll do what we can it's going to be a long process but that's okay that's okay uh, you know just you got to speculate to accumulate you don't get anywhere without taking some risks. Uh, but hopefully, basically, when I get all my affiliate status, which I'm not, I can't remember all this milestones, but once I'm there, we can start doing bits, uh, bits with the equivalent of Super Chats, but we have to get there for the time being, so I'll probably do quite a lot of streams on here. The cool thing about streaming on Twitch, and now I'm going off on one, but the cool thing about streaming on Twitch is that we can just do it every day if we want, and it won't affect my YouTube channel, so I think we'll probably do more of these, and we may just do a bit of, of crazy stuff here and there. Uh, but yeah, you have to bear with me while I, while I figure this out. And yeah, we'll just go from there. But again, Tuesdays on the YouTube channel, Thursdays over here. I hate splitting audiences like that. But look, you've got to be smart with this stuff. There's no point me just doing a complete 180. You've got to take your time. You've got to be balanced and you've got to migrate across. And hopefully we can build something over here. That'd be really nice, right? Then I've got two different ways to make to make out of it. So yes, we will get back to Super Chats or Bit Chats. I don't know what you call it, Bits. You know, special chat things once I'm able to get there. But at the moment, not going to be the case. I think I have to go for a month and do, I think it's like 30 hours worth of streaming. Something like that. No, it's not that long. I can't remember. Eight hours. I don't know. I just stream loads. I'll just stream loads. Anyway, let's, <laughs> let's stop ranting and raving about YouTube and Twitch. We'll just get on with it. Let's talk about wrestling. Thank you very much for joining me as always. See that Undead FB Goo is here, although now she's Mrs. TXX87. See, look, everything's changing. Shout out to my man, Robert, who's also here. Lucky Phil, Fear and Loathing, Robert, Mr. Stevitz, Summers, all you people, I'm proud to... Um uh, we do it. Ultra Guys says we want Simon Twitch emotes. Why? Because we do. That will come once I become affiliated, right? It's going to take me a little while. 
Uh, but yeah, you can support me on Patreon in the meantime at patreon.com forward slash Simon316. I'm going to push that quite a bit over the next month because obviously I'm going to lose YouTube revenue. I don't earn that much anyway. Uh, so I'll, I'll push my Patreon again. If you could just throw me a dollar in there, that would be great. And otherwise, it's just at Simon316 on Twitter and Instagram. And I have merchandise, simon.bigcartel.com. So in 56 minutes time, AEW Dynamite Ups and Downs is going to go live on What Culture Wrestling. I'm going to warn you now. I love this show. I love this show to the point that my video for What Culture will cause a lot of controversy. We'll leave it there for now because I think that's more exciting. <laughs> People can try and figure out what I'm talking about. But it's um I just thought it was a, I just thought it was a brilliant show. And I sat there and sometimes I try and put my critical hat on because I think you have to sometimes. I think it's important to, you know, try and be as balanced as possible and not just watch it uh, like, oh, this is brilliant. But it, it was flipping brilliant. It was flipping brilliant. It was flipping great. Uh, to have that as your go-home show for a pay-per-view, I think, was dynamite, the irony. And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find flaw in it. All the little flaws that you can find, I, I think you, you start to pull at straws. People tell me that I pull at straws anyway, that I'm finickety with my downs. It's not true. I just call it like I see it. But, you know, one of the things that I would criticize, for example, was the women's four-way in the sense it was another random match. And while everything else on Dynamite right now is so well-structured, the women's division isn't. But then I watched the match, and it was flipping fun. It was really entertaining. I always get a name wrong. Saka, uh, Sakazaki, I think it's Sakazaki. What a damn hero she is. I know she's been, I know she's not new to AEW, but I don't know. I guess this time she just won me over a bit more than before. Like, what an absolute, you know, what an absolute, just, what an awesome resting character, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So much fun. Just lovable straight away by the way that she carries herself. Oh, man, it was totally awesome. Totally brilliant. I thought Big Swole really did, did herself justice. Sheeta is just great. We know that. And uh, Shanna's fine. Like, Shanna's all right. Again, she, it's one of those people that I know she has a big fan base, but I'm still getting to know her. So you can't get critical with stuff like that. Th to have the, the Kenny Omega versus Pac match open, a free television show, when it could have been... You know, it could have been anything. It could have, it could have been a pay, that could have been a WrestleMania main event. That could have been, you know, trying to. And I don't think that's blown too much smoke up its ass straight away. Now that people have put love on it, you've got people going, oh, overrated, overrated. But nonsense, not overrated at all. Well, I didn't think it was overrated at all. I think it had everything. It didn't feel like thirty minutes, even though it was a thirty-minute Iron Man match. I appreciate it. I knew it was going to end in a draw because that's just the get out of jail free card, right? But I'm glad it wasn't zero-zero. I don't really like zero-zero Iron Man matches. I just think, well, what was the point of having an Iron Man match? It's different if it was real, but wrestling is not. So, yeah, like, um, I mean, the Falcon Arrow off the ring apron to the floor, the shooting star pressed through a table, Kenny Omega's dive over the top. That brain buster thing, whatever you want to call it, off the top rope. I think you'd be mad to criticize it. I think you'd be mad to criticize it. I, th I, th I think it was, it was a, a direct slap in the face to everybody that seems to think that Kenny Omega it, isn't able to be the Kenny Omega of old. Clearly just decided to take a back seat to proceedings. Genuinely uh, amazing. In incredible. An incredible match. One of the matches of the year. And I know it's only February, but it will still be a match of the year candidate by the end of December. And I don't think that's me being biased or, or blind. Again, I just don't. I just, I think that, I'm going to say it's objectively a good match because it all depends on what you want from your pro wrestling. But in terms of skill, talent, pace, drama, I think it had everything. I, I really, really did. And I wouldn't have minded if Pack had won either. I mean, Kenny Omega didn't really win. That sudden, the sudden death thing when it comes to a last man standing match, it's always a little bit like, yeah, you know, it's not the best. It's not ideal, but they always do that. And sometimes the old things just work. 
I can't, I can't, I can't shout about that match enough. If you haven't seen it, go out of your way to see it. I'm sure it will be around somewhere. But yeah, it was just absolute genius. Absolute genius. Absolutely brilliant. I was, I was taken aback by it, to say the least. And then the co-home angle as well between John Muxley and Chris Jericho. Simple stuff. And they did a weigh-in, right? And I guess I should have said this on ups and downs. It's only after the fact I realized, given that you don't really need a weigh-in for a pro wrestling match, there is no weight categories. Although I guess you could argue that for the heavyweight division in boxing. But I just think that um, because... This sounds weird. I don't think AEW did it because of this, but because I've been so invested in the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder uh, boxing match for the last couple of weeks, having a way in here just made this feel so much more legit and so much more big time. And I think that was top-notch stuff. I do. And I thought, you know, Chris Jericho stalling was good. John Moxley just headbutting him because he was stalling was just good. Uh, the big brawl was great. Dustin Rhodes and Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. Jake Hagar going to the back was good. Sammy Guevara getting his wrench of Darby Allen was good. And having Chris Jericho standing there with the belt held aloft as he, you know, after he DDT paradigm shift John Moxley's head into, uh, into the scale, it brings up so much questions. Are we doing that wrestling thing when Chris Jericho stands tall because he's going to lose at the pay-per-view? Is that a ruse? Is it time for John Moxley to win? If we don't, are we going to crush John Moxley's momentum? Do you know what I mean? There's just so much... There is so much good to take away from that. There's so many little things tied into it as well. You know, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, Dusty Rhodes, Sammy Guevara, Jericho, Moxley. Uh, there's probably some other stuff that I'm forgetting right now as I'm talking. It was just really well done. And I don't think there's anything wrong with putting praise on a wrestling show when they did a good job. What's the issue? What's the problem? And there's other good stuff on there too. Again, the... Um, uh the dark no no who the hell the dark order vignette yeah where they tease matt hardy awesome also tease christopher daniels we'll have to see what's going to happen there what else was it there was something like the, there's two tag team matches it was jurassic express versus inner circle which was fine it was just fun jurassic express won meh you know darby allen comes down and, and distracts sammy guevara no problem with that whatsoever oh it was the best friends versus the butcher and the blade okay yeah so talking about ups and downs but here's the thing I would give a down to the blade that the butcher and the blade because I do think they've been brought in and not really used in the guys that they've been presented as. Right? They don't feel like this hitman assassin tag team because they haven't really done anything. But with that said, I've already given them a down. I've already made my opinions clear. So it seems silly just to you know to, to bash to flog a dead horse, as they say. And this match was great. That little bit in the middle with the bunny. And Orange Cassidy, I don't even care if you don't like Orange Cassidy. That's fine. You don't have to. You're an individual and you can choose what you like. But the reaction that it got, that character is so over, you can't criticize it that badly. People loved that stuff. And the fact that then developed into finding out it's going to be Orange Cassidy versus Pac on Saturday. What is that about? What the hell are we going to do there? What the hell are we going to do there? That, that blew my brain. That blew my brain when they said that was going to be the match. I was like, how the flip is that going? <laughs> what are they going to do? Oh, man. I mean, it's clearly going to be the time when Orange Cassidy is allowed to go nuts and actually showcase his, um, his wrestling ability. And who else, who better to do that with than Pac? So fair play. Absolutely, uh, absolutely fair play. Uh, it's Summers in the chat says, Wayne is so good for promotion. It is. It just works, right? Ultra Ghazi, they did, they did it to get some more attention on Hager. Dustin, Sammy Darba, brilliant. Agreed. Uh, oh, I just lost them. Yem, Yim, YM, YM Bushman says... <laughs> How can I give you money here? Brilliant. Uh, we talked about that earlier. Until I'm affiliated, usually it'll be bits, but I don't get access to bits until I'm affiliated. Uh, but there is a donate button beneath the stream where you can just put money in my PayPal account. I'm not going to mention that too much because it makes me feel dirty and disgusting. But you can support me on Patreon. Don't mind shilling that. I need the Patreon to do my personal stuff. So patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller 316 is another way to do it. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see Pack versus Orange Cassidy just to see what they're going to do. And yeah, that, that's, you know, did anything else happen on Dynamite? I'm forgetting about the show goes so fast. That, oh, the, oh the, that's the other thing as well, of course. So we've got Hangman and Omega taking on the Young Bucks this Saturday. And they just do this cool sat down interview in the back with Jim Ross where it's almost like a three-on-one match. Like I felt so sorry for Hangman Page because not only is Jim Ross calling him, you know, Jim Ross is like, oh, Young Bucks, you're the best. And the Young Bucks like, we're the best. And Kenny Omega is, yeah, you're the best. And Hangman's like, what am I, chop liver? Excellent. Excellent stuff. I feel I have genuine sympathy for him. Don't know how that's going to work out because if he does implode and beat them all up, I think I'd be like, yeah, you should beat them up. They've been horrible to you. Obviously, he brings in drink in there. It's essentially a, func- a functioning alcoholic. And I think that's what I love. I- I've said this time and time again, no matter what ups and downs you watch, I just want stories. And I just want stories that are concurrent and don't go anywhere. I don't have to like all of them. That's not essential or realistic. And here, you know, you go throughout the card. In fact, where is the card? Let me get the card up. Oh, gosh, shouldn't have done that. Let's get up here. I'm just destroying, destroying my phone. AEW Revolution. Uh... <clears throat> yes, yeah, so you, you get up the card, right? So Chris Jericho versus John Moxley. We know how much is established there. MJF versus Cody kept it nice and simple with that hype video, the promo video. Thought that worked really well. Kenny Omega Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks. We've talked about that. And, you know, there's, it's, it's like a friends but a personal situation at the same time. Jake Hager versus Dustin Rhodes. I'm not as invested in. But at least, you know, he broke, he broke Dustin's hand. So you can still understand why they're fighting. Uh, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Again, they've... You know, Sammy Guevara took Darby Allen out for weeks. He only came back recently. Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander. Again, another one not massively invested. I know Chris Statlander wasn't on the show because she was sick. But Chris Statlander has been the number one contender for some time. And I think they may be able to have a decent match. But again, another one that maybe could have done with a bit more uh, narrative oomph. Pack versus Orange Cassidy is just so bizarre. And I think so many people want to see it that it gets a pass anyway. And they have been falling out over the last few weeks. So, you know, that there is that. And then so Carl Uncensored versus the Dark Order. You know, the big question is, is Matt Hardy going to, you know, is Matt Hardy going to become the leader of the Dark Order? I don't think we're going to get, unless it is Christopher Daniels, and you could get Christopher Daniels turning on SCU here. I don't think the Dark Order leader is revealed at term Revolution. Matt Hardy's contract apparently is up over this weekend or early next I like to think it's Matt Hardy, but he's also been teasing going to NXT now, so we just don't know. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting. I, I'm massively intrigued to see what they do <coughs> Excuse me, with that. And I wouldn't be massively upset if it was Christopher Daniels. Like if Christopher Daniels beats up SCU, uh, you know, Kazarian and, and Scorpio Sky this week, uh, I think that would get a good reaction, right? Or the, or, the, or the intended reaction. And then you've got a cool twist in the tale... Because you have, you know, Christopher Daniels was meant to be the leader. He's meant to be the higher power back in 1999. And here we are, 21? Yeah, 21 years later. And now he could be the leader of the Dark Order. So if you're a sort of super hardcore fan, that's nice. I hope it's Matt Hardy. I think Matt Hardy brings a certain oomph to proceedings, given that he'll be jump, the first person to jump from WWE TV to AEW TV, in the sense since Dynamite began. Well, I say, I mean, it depends, really. Obviously, Jeff Cobb's come in, and we've got... Um, Oh, I've got a stupid name. My brain's gone numb. You know, the New Japan guy that basically smashed it this year in the G1 and everybody loves him and my brain hates me, therefore I can't forget. People are screaming at their radios now going, Miller, is this guy? I know. I'm a terrible person. Uh, Lance Archer. Thanks, brain. You know, but I don't really see that as, you know, WWE versus AEW is the big, is the big war. 
And so, yeah, that was that was AEW Dynamite again. Fantastic show, genuinely. It's, it was it was it was so good. It was so entertaining, and it was so easy to watch. That I'm alright with it. I'm happy to take the hate. I'm happy to take the criticism. I'm happy to yeah, just allow it to to wash down upon me. Because again, it's an integrity thing. I know what I liked and I know what I didn't like. Uh Rhino X Supreme says, Hey Simon, who would be your plan B, C, and D go to guys if Matt Hardy isn't the higher power? Um, well, B would be Christopher Daniels, because I don't mind simple stories as long as it's executed well. And I would get a kick out of Christopher Daniels beating up the rest of SCU. I just would. As long as there's a reason as to why he did it, but it could even go back to that match he had with Pentagon when everyone said, Oh, Christopher Daniels can't hang anymore. Uh in terms of C and D that's a difficult question because it has to be somebody of real note to save the storylines a bit much but give the storyline the worth that it deserves a lot of people mention kenny omega but i don't think you go that direction i don't think that works at all i don't know i don't know that's a very good question you could potentially do lance archer yeah you know you could do that but i don't think he needs it i think he should be more of a vigilante good question i don't have an answer for you i don't have an answer i think it just needs to be someone that feels like a main event guy and christopher daniels works because we all know who he is and matt hardy works for, for for obvious reasons they would be my a or b i think if you can't get either of them obviously you could do christopher daniels just prolong the story until you can get somebody that really fits into that niche um someone says ddp no one's gonna boo ddp why would it was lucky phil i don't think ddp ddp doesn't need that role ddp doesn't need to be on tv every week ddp has much more power coming in as and when he needs to so no i wouldn't do uh, I, I wouldn't do um i wouldn't do that personally either way aw dynamite awesome show if you've got any criticisms let me know in the chat that's not a problem at all uh, tell me where i'm wrong i don't mind anyone telling me that they don't agree with my opinions the only thing that ever gets me is when people go simon's biased or simon's looking for downs no and what's the point in that? What a waste of my life. I watched the show, and if I didn't like something, I give it down. That's it. That's as far as it goes. It really is a shallow process. Uh, and obviously, yeah, Brody Lee will be coming in soon. I don't think you want to make him the leader of the Dark Order. That's too Bray Wyatt. It's too Wyatt family-esque. I think you want to keep, again, much like Lance Archer, make him his own man. You know, the one thing that held him back in WWE was that he was never giving his opportunity to be a singles guy. Aside from that time when he was feuding with Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, look how he got over. People loved him. So I think you'd be better off doing that. We'll see. Exciting times for AEW. Like Jeff Cobb probably going to come in a bit more. Lance Archer, Brody Lee will be there. Matt Hardy. These are good additions, and they've already got a good show. Because look at Revolution, right? And the big question is, who wins between John Moxley and Chris Jericho? My predictions will be going up on What Culture Wrestling soon. So again, make sure you subscribe to them. I think you can call it either way. You know, Moxley. It feels like it's Moxley's time because he's so over. And I think sometimes you run the risk of nullifying the fan base a teeny bit if you don't pull the trigger simply because they'll be like oh i wanted to see it but chris jericho is a great champion right now one of the reasons people are tuning in so you know you can't you i don't think you get mad either way and the same with cody versus mjf i'd have mjf lou uh, win sorry against cody i think there's so much more interest in that story of this asshole this dick this conniving son of a gun beating this you know beloved baby face using vicarious means of course and then you can continue that feud on because we probably won't have another AW pay-per-view till June, July. They probably announced it and I forgot they have announced it. It's June, isn't it? I can't remember. July? I don't know. <clears throat> so you probably won't have another one till then. And I'd take another round between Cody and MJF. And you can just have so much more fun with the story if Cody loses. If he wins, you've kind of put it to bed. So uh reaper rck says i initially didn't want to matt to be the leader of the dark order but now i'd be disappointed if it turned out to be someone else i'd agree 
Um, where else am I looking for? Rhino X Supreme. I think Lance Archer will somehow be in the title picture at Double or Nothing if John Moxley wins the World Championship. Unfinished finish from Japan. That'd be right. Pretty different. And Lucky Phil says, I love Brody Lee's look and character in Shikara. Look, maybe he's not even coming to WWE. We presume that he is, but you never know. You never know what's going on in people's heads. It could go... Uh, it could go one of many ways. But yeah, my point being is I love this episode of AEW Dynamite. Easy, the best one yet. Uh, will be hard to top going forward. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. It should be that way. So we, we, we will see. Also, obviously, in a few hours, have Super Showdown going down in WWE. Predictions are up on What Culture again. You can check them out. Bunch of other random matches were added. We've got Dolph Ziggler versus Mansoor. Very strange. We've got the Viking Raiders versus the OC. Very strange. And we've got Humberto Creo versus Angel Garza. Angel Garza. Well, at least, at least that makes sense on paper, right? And that'll be a great match. Like Those two are so talented. And Angel Garza right now feels like he's on the, the upward swing. The real thing we need to talk about, and there's a video going up about this in around about an hour's time. In fact, I need to change that. I should do that now because I'll forget otherwise. I'll put my phone here, then I won't forget. Um, about, there's this rumor going around. To go away now if you don't want spoilers. And it's just rumors, so who knows? It's not a spoiler. It's just a rumor, I should say. A rumor. But the rumor is that WWE has changed their plans for WrestleMania 36. And it's no longer Roman Reigns versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. And it is going to be Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. And it is going to be John Cena versus The Fiend. Interesting, right? We don't know how the Universal Championship plays into either of those two titles. Uh, those matches, I should say. I think it's a lose-lose for the people that don't like this scenario. Because so many people are saying, oh, The Fiend versus John Cena for the title is better than Roman Reigns versus Goldberg for the title. But either way, I don't see The Fiend holding on to that belt. You know, obviously, if you're going to do Goldberg versus Roman for the championship, Bray loses tonight. And if you're going to do The Fiend versus John Cena, and the story is John Cena's going for his 17th world championship, I don't think WWE has Bray Wyatt win that match. I'd like to think that he would. And I think it would do him the world of good. But I don't see them doing that. That doesn't sound like a very WWE thing to do at all. Unless, of course, we go completely the other way and The Fiend not only beats John Cena, but retires him. So he never gets to his 17th World Championship run. But I don't see John Cena retiring already. I don't think he's done. I think his body's probably feeling better now than it has in a long time. He can still come back and do matches at WrestleMania 37, 38, 39, 40. So every scenario situation I see is that Bray Wyatt loses that belt. So the question, if I am right, could be completely wrong. Just speculation. But the question is then, what does that mean for the title, does he lose it tonight? Does he lose it on uh, WrestleMania? Do you care? Do you not care? I will say this from a marquee point of view, I understand the changes. I get from when you look at it business-wise, you're like, oh, we've got to stop putting the old guys over him. We've been building this Bray Wyatt character up and he's going to lose to Goldberg. I completely understand all that. Completely appreciate it. Completely get it. But, you know, when you talk about WrestleMania, you're talking about the casual fan, you're talking about the potential that maybe WWE is going to look for a third-party uh, pay-per-view provider to air this year's WrestleMania, so we may have to pay for it. I think more people buy it if it's Spear versus Spear, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg, title versus well, Roman uh, with the title on the line. And I think Roman Reigns wins that too. I think WWE has had this grand plan for ages that Roman Reigns is going to win the championship at WrestleMania. I don't see them deviating from that. And look, you can also argue, and this one's probably going to set people off, that him beating Goldberg is actually a bigger deal than him beating The Fiend, which it probably is. Goldberg hasn't lost that many clean matches in his career. I mean, top of my head, clean, clean. Top of my head, obviously he lost to uh, The Undertaker last year. He lost to Roman Reigns, not Roman Reigns. He lost to Brock Lesnar, sorry, at WrestleMania 33. I'm sure there's other ones, but I can't think of the top of my head, which kind of sums it up, right? That's the situation we find ourselves in. But it's going to be interesting. It's made Super Showdown more intriguing, at least from my point of view. 
And I guess the good thing is that because Bray Wyatt won the championship at the last pay-per-view, you're now going to yourself, well, maybe it's not just a, a throwaway show. Maybe they are happy to sort of take a bigger risk and do this stuff. I don't know. And I don't know whether that's going to help or not either. I do think everything else in the show seems a little bit lackluster. The Undertaker is out there. So if he is going to kick off his program with AJ Styles, they could do that. That will be cool. But otherwise, it's just another show. And I feel like it gets in the way when we go to WrestleMania. Uh, I'm the FB Goo or Mrs. T X87, I should say. Simon, on Patreon, are you doing the Q&A from last week or this week's? Yes, I am. I know. Just food poisoning sucks. But yeah, we'll definitely be doing that. Um, Ultra Gazy says, giving Goldberg another title is just a slap in the face to their current roster. Certainly don't disagree with you. I certainly understand the criticism, like I say. But if you're a casual fan and you don't care about that stuff and you don't care about how the business works, I think hearing Goldberg is the champion is going to get people to watch. This seems to have started because they did that Goldberg angle on SmackDown and so many people tuned in. He popped the biggest ratings since The Rock's been on SmackDown, which says a lot. People wanted to see Goldberg. They still know that name. They still care about him. And I suppose you could say from a promotional point of view or promoter point of view, it would be irresponsible to not try and factor that in. I'm not saying it's good long term. Again, that's not what I'm saying at all. It's difficult. It's a really hard situation because you can look at it from two completely different perspectives. And it depends which perspective means more. Again, I'll admit it. Roman Reigns versus Goldberg for the title is more interesting to me than Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns. doesn't mean that that's a good thing for me to say. That's just, the, that's just where I fall down on this situation. Uh, Tsunami 9 says, yes, I think they're going to make him lose, unfortunately. I presume you are referring to Bray Wyatt. Uh, and also, you said the feed needs to win at WrestleMania. I don't think he's going to win at WrestleMania. I think the, 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 all journeys, all destinations of Bray Wyatt see him losing <laughs> at WrestleMania 36, which is, uh, which is no good, which is no good. Uh, my man, Sean Gearhorn is in the chat as well. Good to see you, Sean. Uh, with The Fiend turning people to their old selves, this seen a lose at Mania, turn back to the Doctor of Thugonomics or more relevant Ruthless Aggression era, win the belt at SummerSlam. I mean, you certainly could do that, but I don't think John Cena is back for the long haul. I think he's back for his WrestleMania window and then he'll be out the door again. I think he's got plenty of um, film projects he needs to throw himself into. But I don't know. I don't know. I, there's so many questions. This is why I kind of think the change makes sense because it opens the door for better discussion. Because that's not, it gets all rumors. But let's not forget that the, the rumor before this is that it was going to be John Cena versus Elias. I don't have a problem with that. Like, again, if we're going to talk about pushing new guys and getting new guys over, you put Elias in there with John Cena, especially given what happened last year, he's going to get a good rub from it. Not necessarily if he loses. And of course, the other worry there is we turn him heel again, even though he's just turned face. But, you know, that and Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt, I don't think are top-notch WrestleMania matches. I think Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar is. I'm absolutely down for that one. I think Drew McIntyre should win. Well, then do you change both world championships? I guess they did it last year. I don't know. Look, again, I think, I think it, 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 it brings up better questions when it comes to WrestleMania, and I think it will make the build better. But who has a flipping clue, right? Who has a flipping crew? And my man James Phillips says, if it is Bray versus Cena at Mania, it'll probably be Bray winning. I, I mean, who flipping knows, right? Uh, Rhino X Supreme says, Vince could be having second thoughts looking back on Bray's last WrestleMania match with Randy Orton. What, the one with the sperms and the, the overhead projector? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the best, to say the least. Uh, and Elias is better as a heel. He doesn't work as a face, says James Phillips. Well, I mean, he's been getting pretty mad crowd reactions so far. So I suppose if you're getting good crowd reactions, it doesn't massively matter whether you're, you're a heel or face because that's your, 
uh, uh, that's your job. But yeah, that's the news that has come out. We'll have to see what happens. We'll have to see which direction we go in. And we have to see what Vincent Mann chooses to do. But I think it's, I, I'm intrigued by it all now. And somebody asked what I was, I, I missed who it was now. Somebody asking what I was doing on Twitch. I'll explain, I'll explain once more for anyone that's joining. Uh, essentially, YouTube streaming and doing YouTube on demand content kills your channel. YouTube will only look at your live stream from a watch time perspective. And obviously not many people watch a live stream once it's an archive video. And therefore, it just cuts you off at the legs. Unfortunately, I have evidence to prove this. And uh, Geeked Out Nation also says, how do I super chat over here? So I need to become Twitch affiliated first. It's going to take around about a month, which is very, very scary. Uh, but then we can use bits. In the meantime, I will implore you to support me on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Simon316, and also direct you in the, uh, the direction of the donate button beneath this stream, which is, is awful because that's just asking you to give me money. But you can do whatever you want. Don't have to do it. You can do it. You can. It's your choice. You do, you do, you do whatever you want. So that's it. That's Super Showdown. Again, you can get my predictions over at What Culture Wrestling. We will be doing ups and downs later as soon as it's done. Probably do a Y video if Goldberg does win. You know, we'll jump on that bandwagon as soon as we can. I'm trying to think. There's got to be some other stuff we need to talk about. Let me get my list of doodars up. Uh, I haven't seen NXT yet uh, because, of course, I get up and I do AEW first thing. So I won't be able to watch that until later. Otherwise, no, I don't think much else has been going on unless you would like to correct me in the chat, of course. There are all these stories about Vince McMahon not being at Raw recently because he's dedicating so much of his time for the XFL, which I do find quite interesting. Uh, if you I, the XFL is actually quite good. Like genuinely, the XFL is not a bad product whatsoever. It's much better than the 2001 version, if you remember that. But ratings, I mean, I don't, I think everyone always expected the ratings will uh, simultaneously go down. But they've dropped further than I think people were expecting. So I think Vince McMahon is now dedicating a lot more of his time to that. And he's not really at Raw or SmackDown. I, that's been going on for a while. Whether or not that's stepped up or not, I don't know. But it would be massively intriguing to see if that does affect the WWE product. And maybe for the better. You know, I do think Raw is decent. I think Raw and SmackDown have suffered recently because of Super Showdown. Because it kind of does feel like this blockade that's getting in the way to WrestleMania. But it's, it's, it's just better at the moment. And I don't know whether that's because Vince McMahon... It's always going to be hard, right? I find this all the time. When you're like a one-man band, which is when I am, and it's all your content going into one thing, sometimes you do need to listen to other people's opinions, which is why I always ask you guys to, um, you know, to to help me out and give, and give me feedback on the things that I'm doing. And it sounds like Vincent Matt, and he's earned the right to do this, be it right or wrong, sometimes just ignores all of that, maybe to the detriment of the product. But if he does now take a step back, I don't know. If you're that far away, can you be approving scripts? Can you be changing scripts? Can you only be given feedback after the, after the fact? I can't wait to get through Elimination Chamber, which is a strange thing to see, but I want to see that three-week run from Elimination Chamber to WrestleMania. I think potentially, if we're making all the right moves, it could be really, really, really good. Like the Shayna Baszler-Becky Lynch feud. The only issue I have with that is that it's really clear that Shayna Baszler is going to win the Elimination Chamber. And if she doesn't, I'll be baffled. And I don't mind being able to pick the winner, but I think we could have done everything that we've already done after the Elimination Chamber. And really, again, that's a problem with, uh, with the Saudi Arabia show because we could have brought uh, Elimination Chamber forward a little bit and done it that way. But hey... Uh, uh, what do we do? What do we do? Uh, someone says, you can't, why don't you simulcast on both Twitch and YouTube? And it's not about doing both. I don't want to be on Twitch. I was quite happy on YouTube. Um, but you, the short, how many times? If you stream on YouTube, it will ruin your on-demand videos. 
I, I could just Google it, right? All the information is out there. It basically flags you up as a channel that's not doing well because you did an hour stream, but people only watched it for 10 to 12 minutes, or whatever, because that's what people do. That's people's habits. And then it just ruins it just ruins your other videos. It will take you, for example, if you're a subscriber of mine, it won't even show you my video because it's like, well, we don't think this guy's doing well. People aren't interested. I didn't believe it either. Somebody told me and I did all the Googling and the research and it is, it is, it is dead true. But for now, we'll, we'll see how it's going to go on Twitch. Not going to lie, not going great at the moment. So <laughs> we'll have to see, uh, we'll have to see which, uh, which, which direction we go in. Uh, Hoshi, Kiroshi, I think that's right. Hey, Simon, with NXT being the third brand now, do you see them ending takeovers and just having triple branded pay-per-views? I hope not, but kind of weird to have one brand having a pay-per-view for themselves if they are treated as equal. No, I think it's, it's just to do with routine. Like NXT has already fallen into that pattern. So why change it? It works for them. And also there's already, again, there's apparently 14 matches in the WrestleMania card. 14 matches is too much. So the last thing we need to do is try to start sprinkling NXT things in there too. And it will never be presented the same as Raw or SmackDown anyway. So no, I hope that we keep, um, that we keep NXT takeovers there. I think people enjoy them. They also speak to a different crowd. It's a more indie wrestling crowd, should you so should you so wish to use that word. I think any takeovers would be a really bad idea. I think the key is definitely to continue on the path we are now. Overall, in general, the only show really, again, not, not raw necessarily raw this week, but <clears throat> the only the only show that I think needs a not a major overhaul, but just a bit of a kick up the ass is SmackDown. And that's only because we do do a lot of rematches and we don't really feel there's much progression because of the Baron Corbin Roman Reigns feud. But I think after Super Showdown, we should start heading in a good direction there too. We've got to do the Elimination Chamber and so on and so forth. So, um, but no, NXT takeovers definitely need their uh, definitely need the, the, their takeovers. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Did you hear WrestleMania may be free like the NFL Super Bowl? No, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think if anything's going to happen, WrestleMania will be on a pay-per-view service like ESPN Plus. So we'll all have to actually pay for it this year and not get it with our 9.99 subscription. Again, we talked about this on Tuesday. Going to be difficult. Going to be really difficult because there will be a, a backlash to that, as you can completely understand why there would be. If you're so used to be paying $10 for the last four or five years, and then you ask to shell out maybe potentially 50 bucks and join a brand new service, you may not want to do that if you've got Disney... Uh, Disney Plus, Netflix, HBO. There's loads of streaming services right now, right? And you've got your Apple Music and your Spotify's. I don't think they're going to put it on free TV. No, I think they're going to put it on super duper high-end uh, pay-per-view television. And they're going to try and make money that way. Because as we've seen, the WWE Network is not the success that... It's certainly a success in terms of the historical archiving that it does. But the subscriptions, the subscribers aren't growing. It's not making WWE as much money as they wanted. And that's an issue. That's an issue. So... We will see. Uh, we will see what happens. We'll see what happens, and, and, and we'll go from there. But so far, I think it's good all round. I thought AW was good. I think WrestleMania should be a good show. Fourteen matches. We worked them out on Tuesday. And I had more. So what the hell they're going to cut? I don't know. But I'm intrigued. I don't think we're going to get any. The only major thing I think we'll get later. I think it goes live at half one, half two, half three, half four, three and a half hours. The only major thing I think we're going to do is, uh, um, what do you call it? Is the, is the Goldberg Bray White stuff? That's the only. That's the only uh, sort of swerve I can imagine happening this evening. Again, it could happen. I didn't never thought that Bray White was going to beat Seth Rollins. I really, really didn't. I didn't think they'd ever do it at one of these shows, and they did. So obviously, there is some worth in them, which is good, which is exciting. Um, Talking Stick says, "What about the rumors Disney are interested in purchasing the WWE?" That's been around for ages, though. <coughs> Excuse me. 
yeah, they could do that and it could happen. I don't think it would necessarily be a bad thing. I don't think it would make much difference to us, the fans. Uh, but I can't, I can't ever see Vince McMahon selling. I think he'd have to pass away first. Morbid thought, but I don't think he'd ever sell it before. I don't think he'd sell it on his watch. I could be wrong. This has like a kajillion dollars. He may see that as a massive success. Uh, my man Sean Gearhorn says, Simon, you should make a video on YouTube explaining all this. Then just link it here when people ask. I am going to do that, but not why we are still splitting the streams because people just get confused. So we're still going to be doing the Tuesday streams on YouTube and we're going to do Thursday streams here. So for until then, I'm just going to use the YouTube community feed and keep mentioning it and hope people come over. And look, if they don't come over, we'll just stick to YouTube and I have to come up with a plan B for my other content. I would like my YouTube channel to grow. This is going to be a problem for that. But again, I, I need to, financially, I need to be okay. And these are the things that make me the most money. So uh, we shall see. Uh, Lucky Phil says, pay for WrestleMania. WWE would need to make us give a shit. <laughs> I care about WrestleMania this year. Again, if I get Randy Orton versus Edge, which I believe I will, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt, which I believe, Goldberg versus Roman Reigns, I think they are three top matches that would get me to invest my money. I know it's different for me because of what I do for a living, and I'm very lucky to do that. But that, to me, sounds like a decent card. Also, Undertaker versus AJ Styles, which could get confirmed later on today. That would be awesome. I'm trying to think what other matches we would get. I can't even think now. I don't know what we'd do with the, the, the different championships. But I think they are good main event matches that feel main event, well, no, WrestleMania worthy. We'll find out, though. Again, we don't know, we don't know uh, what's going to happen. Everyone's asking about this SmackDown glitch. I don't know what it is. Because apparently there was some kind of Killer Cross stuff on NXT, right? I could be wrong. I, I, I've only read various reports and at one point i thought the glitching on smackdown would be related to killer cross coming in so now i have no idea i think it's got to be ali because the glitch that we saw was that blue circle which did look a bit like the thing on his hand what the hell that means for ali i don't know why ali would be glitching in and out is uh that doesn't tie into his character at all but maybe they know something i don't you know maybe something's going to go down there we will We'll find out. But look, as long as Ali gets pushed, I don't care. I still kind of feel sorry for him that a year ago, he was going to be programmed into a program with Daniel Bryan and he never got it because he got injured, which kind of sums up wrestling massively. And now he seems persona non grata, which is a shame because I feel like he had something different. That's what SmackDown needs. It's what Raw's got. Like, Alistair Black started to feel like a big deal. Drew McIntyre, super huge push. Andrade gets better. Andrew Garza gets better. But over on SmackDown, we're not really doing the same thing. Like We have guys like Ali and... Uh, Chad Gable, for example. I mean, Chad Gable's being used more than Ali, but I don't necessarily think he feels like a bigger star. So we need more of that. We need more of this Paul Heyman push the young guys over on SmackDown. And I think, you know, that's why Raw feels exciting to me because I feel like we are focusing on different guys. Uh, Simon, are you excited as I am about the AEW action figures, says Reaper RCK. Um, yeah, you know, it's... Yeah, I mean, as excited I would be about any, you know, it's like when they announce the AEW video game, I'll be excited, but I presume that they will do all these things down the line, like a secondary title, just because it makes sense for a growing and burgeoning company. So yeah, and they look really good. They've done a really, really good job on them, like the, the facials and everything. Yeah, yeah, top figures, uh, top figures. Uh, everybody wants McIntyre. <laughs> everybody wants McIntyre to take back his to bring back his old theme. I listened to it the other day, and. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like it as much as his new. I think his new one's better. His new one is very heelish and very bad guyish, but no, no, I much prefer. I much prefer his new one. I know that's controversial, right? He probably will come out to his old one at WrestleMania. Everyone will be confused because really, it's Pavlovian conditioning, and we all, 
we're all uh, we're all used to it, but we will uh, we will see. We will see what goes down. Um, I mean, but yeah, like I said, I think WrestleMania is good. I, I I think. Well, we'll see what happens. We're gonna find out later. It could turn out that it is still Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns. I don't know. I'm just a bald guy sat here in my living room trying to trying to come stuff up. Um, where else am I looking? Big Tut says not seen any wrestling stuff on Twitch too. That's probably true as well. I'm only using it because it's a. Uh, I mean, that could work either way, right? I know Twitch is more of a gaming platform, while it's a little, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a risk. But hey, we'll figure. Out. We're going to find out one way or the other. Uh, Dylan O'Sullivan thirty seven says, "Who would you like to see as the new AEW champion, excluding Mox if he does win at Revolution? As cool as it would be, I'd love to see Luchasaurus, but the man needs a good build run. Yeah, I don't think it's time for him yet. Massive Luchasaurus fan. I think going down the line, he will, he will kick all the ass." I mean, you've got to do John Moxley, Chris Jericho too, if that does happen. But let's say John Moxley wins that again. Who do you then transition into is a great question. Depends what we do with Hangman Page. I think if he did become a badass heel out of this, there's an opportunity to do that. Pac can still do it. I know he just lost to Kenny Omega, but Pac versus John Moxley, obviously they've got history too. You could even do Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. I don't think AEW would be scared of doing face versus face. I mean, the people I see right now in the company that have the platform and the status to go after the AEW World Championship would be John Moxley, obviously, Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes. I know there's a stipulation there, but in terms of character, MJF could do it. I think people would buy into that, even though it may be a little bit early. Um, yeah, Kenny Omega, Pack, and maybe Hangman Page, depending on how you develop. Outside of that, <coughs> excuse me. I don't necessarily think anybody else is there yet. But maybe that's why they want to bring guys in, like Jeff Cobb, I would believe. Uh, Lance Archer, if they treat him like New Japan in the G1, it would only take a couple of months before you go, I got to kick people's ass. Matt Hardy could do it. That's a cool thing to do. Uh, Matt Hardy will be doubly the big star in AEW that he is in WWE, because that's what the jump always does. And if you make Matt Hardy at some point the world champion, and he has the Dark Order behind him, then you establish the Dark Order as a threat too. So that would be cool. And look, Brody Lee is my is my underrated hero. It would take a while because he does have that WWE stigma on him, but he's so talented he'd get rid of it. And once he feels more established as an AEW guy, then yeah, hell yeah, you could make him world champion. And I, I, I would be fine with that. Uh, Geeked Out Nation, uh, would doing live streams on your YouTube channel and then archiving them on a secondary YouTube channel and deleting them off your main channel help with the YouTube algorithm, but allow for you to get big live views and not pick your impact and blah, 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 blah. So there is a brand new YouTube channel where you can watch all the archive live streams up on YouTube. I, I mentioned it on the, the other day. It's just called Simon Miller's Wrestling Show. I will, I will link it at some point. Uh, but unfortunately not. I tried doing that, and that's what I'm doing with the Tuesday streams. It actually hurts you more <laughs> if you unlist them or delete them um, because... Well, I can't delete them because people do watch them after the fact. And that's not fair on my patrons. As I said before, my patron is, is, my, is my lifeblood for all of this. So I can't delete them because people want to watch them later on. And unfortunately, if you unlist them, that's even worse because then YouTube decides that your watch time is even lower. So that's what I've done with the Tuesday stream. I've just left it up there for now. It's just what we have to do. It's just the situation. I've asked all these questions as well. And unfortunately, the answer that comes back to you is YouTube just going, well, we suck. <laughs> So, and they know about this too, but I don't. I don't want to talk about it too much. I've, uh, I, I've, I've talked about it too much. Uh, I think that's pretty. I can't think of anything else we need to, uh, we need to talk about in terms of wrestling. Apparently, I need to tell this video to save. Have I done that? I don't know if I've done that. Where do I even? Do? This is the problem with being on something that's brand new, and not massively something I want to do. <laughs> mid surely it's probably too late now isn't it because we've started i imagine i would have put that on uh challenging you can stream i don't even know where i do that i know nothing about 
uh, like I say, uh, Twitch. I don't know. I don't even know what that saying is. Somebody would have to tell me, or it may be too late now. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really do it now anyway, because I'm clicking around the place, and this is not conducive to talking. I'm just making sure that nothing crazy has gone down since I've been doing this. It's mostly just people talking about AEW, how much they liked it. Haven't seen much about NXT last night. I don't really know what happened. Um, not that uh, not that I've, I've, I've looked into it. I think that the cool thing for me is that AEW has built this, has built this thing where, you know, if John Moxley does win, I feel like, I feel happy. You know, that's what all wrestling is about. Like, I feel like, yes, sweet. We, uh, you know, we got to where we got to where we need to, we got to where we need to be. And I do, I'm a bit worried that if he doesn't win, you may have missed, you may have missed the boat with it. But uh, oh, now people are telling me what to do. Top right, click your icon, click settings, then channel and videos. So click my icon. <laughs> this is the terrible time to do this. Click settings. I just went to here, channels and videos. I didn't see it. That's where I assumed you would go. Uh, I don't have that. Um, oh, no, I have done it. Store pass broadcast. Yeah, I knew I'd have it on. I knew I'd have it on. Uh, yeah, that's why I think that's why I think essentially John Moxley should should win. I think sometimes you got to strike when the iron is hot, and I think you can get away with Chris Jericho losing the belt now. The interesting thing about um, Revolution is what matches do the inner circle win, right? So you got Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, you got Dustin Rhodes and uh, Jake Swagger, Jake Swagger, those two together, Jake Hagar, and obviously you got Chris Jericho versus John Moxley. I think Sammy Guevara should win. I think it's important for his development. I think Darby Island's so over, it doesn't matter. I think Dustin Rhodes should win because I know it's Jake Hagar's first match, but I just don't care about Jake Hagar. And I think Chris Jericho will lose. So you are only having one inner circle member go over there. Plus you're losing their big championship. Maybe that's not the best thing to do, but, uh, you know, I will uh, we'll find out. We, we, we will absolutely find out. Um, and yeah, Pack versus Orange Cassidy is going to be <laughs> is going to be amazing. Uh, we shall see. All uh, right, I'll open it up for a little bit of Q and A before before we round this uh, before we round this out. Hopefully, we can uh, build this channel uh, a bit more because uh, yeah, as I as I suspected, not really not really in the same place as it is when we when we do it on YouTube, which is a little bit. Uh, a little bit worrying, a little bit worrying. But hey, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We just have to, we have to do what we can. Devin Brody, 25, Pack vs. Orange Cassidy is going to be a sleeper hit. I mean, it absolutely should do. Pete Goffey says Jake Hagar has to win. I don't know about that. Uh, well, we could, I know what you mean because it's his first match. and It would be a bit rubbish. I don't know, though. I don't know. We, we, we shall see. Uh, we shall see. Uh, Lucky Phil, Moxie doesn't need the belt. Jericho does to make him the villain. Our new hero will conquer. Mm, I think Moxley does need a belt. I think Moxley needs to justify everything he's done recently and back up the fans' love for him. I do think that can be a thing. Uh, I do think that can be a thing in wrestling. Wyan Bushman says, is Purim a thing in UK? Of course it is. Jewish festival, man. Love Purim. Uh, I don't do much for Purim because obviously Passover comes around about the same time and I'm more focused on that, but... Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're getting Jewish questions now. Big T sucks. How do you think Lance Auncher is going to do in AEW? Well, you can only go off what he's done recently and he's been kicking ass. So yeah, I think he'll do great. I think he'll do really, 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 really well. And I think he's like 37, 38 years old. So this is the big move I'm sure he's been waiting for. And I think he will be introduced excellently to a Western audience and he'll be a big player. I think he'll have a world title shot within the next six months or before the end of 2020, I will say. And I think it's much deserved. It goes to show all you need is a, is a good few months and to show people what you're all about. And things can change that quickly. And that's why I think it's so cool for him. Because I remember when people used to say nasty things about him. 
And now he's proven that you shouldn't do that. Paradox one, uh, sorry, Paradox two one five eight nine. What are your thoughts on the Charlotte versus Bianca match? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I presume Charlotte Flair won. Again, I do my NXT watching later on today. I like the fact they did it, though. I, I was a bit worried they were going to do it at WrestleMania, and I much prefer singles matches. I think it helps Rhea Ripley more. But look, as long as Bianca match was able to get her stuff in, as they say, I don't think it matters whether she wins or loses. Charlotte was always going to win that match. You know, she's in a title program at WrestleMania. You've got to make sure you've got a victory. You've got to come across as a threat. Because if Bianca Belair beats her, and then Rhea Ripley beats her, you're like, oh. But if Rhea Ripley beats her without that, you're like, oh. Although I think probably Charlotte will win that, too. Um, would you go back to streaming video games here on Twitch instead of YouTube, says Robert uh, J90. Yeah, that is the plan. The plan is I can just stream as much as I want on here. It doesn't affect YouTube, so we can just go nuts. And given how much I have work to do, I've realized, to get my audience up to where my YouTube one is, it probably is beneficial to do that. So maybe we'll try and stream daily. I don't know. Maybe we'll do little news things. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Dylan O'Sullivan, 37, says, favorite WCW pay-per-view. I mean, Bash of the Beast, 96, for obvious reasons. Um, oh, I don't know. That's so long ago now. I'd have to sit down and think about it. I don't know. Not sold out. <laughs> I could tell you that much. Or any of the stuff they did at Sturgis. None of that nonsense. Uh, Devon Brady, 25. It's going to be real interesting to see the TV quarter hours. Charlotte and Bianca went up against the weigh-in directly. Oh, that is going to be interesting. Hey, it's going to be... In we'll figure it out. Dave Meltzer will have that information for you. And James Phillips, 123. What's your favorite video game? Legend of Zelda ocarina of time a nice wrestling focus question all right on that note we will round this up again a very experimental episode of simon's podcast we'll, we'll do what we can we're in a transition period as as wwe was a couple of years ago a year or so ago hopefully hopefully it all balances out but tuesday we'll be back on youtube we'll be doing it there thank you for everyone that has joined me on twitch keep your notifications on or whatever the hell you do on twitch we'll try and do uh, a stream more days than not to build these numbers up but uh, otherwise, yeah, that's it. Here we go. New, new strategy. Let's hope that it works. And I'll see you when I see you.